Welcome to the Life Unlimited Podcast with Larry Heller. You deserve complete financial advice so you can confidently live your life your way for life. Now, let's get into this week's podcast episode. Hello and welcome to Life Unlimited with Larry Heller from Heller Wealth Management. Larry, how are you? I'm doing terrific, Eric. How are you today? I'm doing fantastic. I am. I'm so excited. You've got a return guest on the show. I'm excited for two reasons. Number one, I loved her last appearance. Uh, it was just great. So this is, I know it's going to be another fantastic conversation. The other reason is that I don't have to be on camera because Larry, I got a confession. <laughs> I was working in my daughter's attic and I, I had to crouch down the entire time, but I turned and, and I caught a low board right in the middle of the forehead. So <laughs> I'm a little uh, beat excuses, up. Excuses, excuses. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, both of you are much better looking than I am anyway, so let's just keep it this way. Donna Martini is back on the show. Donna Martini is a cognitive coach and student of psychology who has authored several books, including My Mini Book of Mighty Mantras and The Ten Commandments of Divorce. Through an energy process she named Positive Manipulation, she helps people learn how to tap into their innate spiritual power and human potential. Donna has been a wellness and green activist for over three decades and recently created a cartoon character named Mantra Mouse to help spread messages of unconditional love, unity, and forgiveness. And I'll tell you what, Larry, what a perfect guest, your first guest for the Life Unlimited podcast, the rebrand that you did. Absolutely. That's what I was just about going to say that they, you know, that our new podcast for those of you listening that didn't see our previous podcast, this is our real first guest with uh, with Donna Martini to talk about Life Unlimited and what's going on in the world, plus our rebranding podcast today. I thought of no one better than to bring Donna on. So Donna, thank you for joining us. Thank you for being here. I am thrilled and honored that you're like launching this and having me as your first real guest. That's a spe very special. Yes. So let's get right, let's get right into it. So, so how do we kind of detach from, especially in today's environment, on healthy mindsets and promote the thoughts and emotions that lead to a healthy and productive, happy life? All right. So the simplest thing we can do in a day is declare the state of mind we want to be in. So we kind of have come what may days, I call it a come what may day, instead of waking up the morning and saying, I'm stepping into my life on purpose, with purpose. And something that I help people think about is, Larry, you don't really think about getting cut and then having to heal a finger. It sort of does it on its own, right? Yeah. I want you to realize that I believe our emotional, mental systems are exactly the same, that if we basically set our intention to what kind of day we want, we will walk into that day. So in other words, the energy of emotion and your mental thoughts, they're creating the stage that you're allowing yourself to step onto every day. I have a saying, you can't help but walk into the future that you're mentally and emotionally preparing for. So if you're preparing to have a crappy day, what do you think that day is going to be like? Versus I'm going to have a powerful, productive day. And no matter how that turns out, even if it's difficult, it's still going to get you where you need to go. And your title is about life unlimited. That means you're tapping into the most power and potential you have in that day, whatever that means to you in that moment, in that day. So it's also a little bit kind of what I, I try to do. And we actually, we do this with our clients is kind of a visualization of what your day is going to be like. I always talk about clients that are going to retire to really visualize 
and what your retirement is going to be like so you can kind of figure it out to be happy? Is that kind of what you're talking about when you're thinking about a happy day? Absolutely. Visualization is important because I think it was Wayne Dyer who used to talk about how he used to drive somewhere and, you know, worry about where he's going to park versus imagining pulling right in and finding a spot right away. And when he did that, he found a spot right away versus the other, which is driving around. We're doing the same thing in life. So if we want to visualize a meeting, say we're having a sales meeting and we want to sell somebody a product, we can visualize shaking hands on the deal, being powerful, or we can worry about that meeting. What are we going to say? What are we going to do? Are they going to like me? Blah, blah, blah. No. Wake up knowing you're going to put on your best presentation. Forget about the way the other person responds, because basically, if they don't buy from you, it could be a gift. How many times have you dealt with a client that you wish you had never dealt with? So we have to, <laughs> right? so we have to assume that when we're walking right. into a most powerful, productive day, that no matter how it ends up, it's going to be right. So instead, right. We, we picture ourselves walking through it. We can do that. Some of but us have a hard time doing that, though, right? Yeah, so they have a hard time doing that. And even it's even harder now in today's world where people aren't able to physically you know, see and hug and touch so how do you overcome some of that, what we're going through right now? Well, so here's where spirituality comes in. There's a part of us that does know better, okay? And we can be guided. And so when I'm feeling a little bit leery about what's going on in the world, I just tap into that. I said, you know what? And for me, it's God. For you, it could be anything. Other people, it's your higher self. But I basically just lay down the law. I demand of myself to get out of my own way. And to walk into the best direction I can possibly take, whatever that is, to be strong enough to deal with whatever situations are arising. Just if we just say the best, then how can we get better than that? <laughs> if you think about it, we don't right. need to limit ourselves and just being able to survive a day. We want the absolute best outcome. And basically you, to want your best life, you don't need to know how to get it. It's like your navigation. You're putting in an address that you've never been before. Maybe it's three states away. You have no idea how to get there, but you're trusting the navigation to get you there, aren't you? You're just knowing where you want to go and you plug it in. Right. It's not knowing where you want to go, but also what's going to make you what's going to make you happy. I know for me, one of the things that besides what I do for a living, because I love what I do. So I don't really think I, I work a day in my life, but I always like to have something to look forward to, whether it's a month from now, three months from now, a, a vacation, just a trip somewhere, or just a, watching a game with my boys. So for, for me, that's kind of what I do and visualize. And so I can get to that happy place to make me happy and not focus on what's going on every day. Well, so if we're not in the moment, though, we can't make the best of that moment so that people might tend to be and well, tomorrow will be better or next week I get to go away with my kids and that'll be happy day. When I say the best, it means everything mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, we're having the best day we can possibly have. Now, in that day, having the best day may be that we're walking into a future that, that tells us we need to heal from something. We may feel something negative come up because we need to heal from a past issue or last week or the month before, even our childhood, in order to feel our happiest self. So maybe we're walking through our best day and we are going to a lunch and we're gonna be eating a lot of really bad food and drinking and we know we shouldn't be doing that. So when we declare our best day, we have more control over not doing that to ourselves and our body. So there's a lot and lots of different little nuances to staying present and mindful in the moment and being happy with literally living life, breathing deeply, doing the best we can for ourselves, connecting with as many people as we can, maybe being present 
and open to helping someone because like that's the ultimate. Have you ever felt better than when you're helping someone? No, I mean, and that's what I that's what I do for my living. So helping people is definitely what what we do. So a friend of mine has a, this idea, and she did it, and then she got away from it, thinking about going back to it. I want to get your thoughts about that. Is writing down every day one thing that you're grateful for? for. The best, what are your thoughts about idea. that? Absolutely. I'm sorry I didn't say it first. She's absolutely right. Uh, in fact, I've done many, many, many posters about it and write about it all the time. It's one of my favorite mantras to be, to have gratitude for what we have. And here's the deal. If we are complaining about our job, okay, and say we, we hate our job even, and we want a better job, how are we going to attract a better job if nothing about the job we have is, is good? If we don't stay in a goodness state, and be grateful for just about any part aspect of it, even just having one, having income, then how do we stay in a positive mindset to attract the next good thing? Instead, we're in a negative mindset. So what do we do? We walk into exactly the same scenarios. So we need to flip it on ourselves. And sometimes when we flip it on ourselves and we start having gratitude, we realize we're really happy about aspects of our life that we thought we were not happy about. We flip over to, well, maybe... I'm drinking too much the night before, which is a depressant. And maybe that's why I'm feeling depressed about my day. Maybe I'm not eating healthy. Maybe I'm not taking enough time to go out into nature and connect, you know, with, with part of who I am, which is nature. You're natural, but what? We stick ourselves in an office all day and we don't get sun. We don't ground with the earth. So there's reasons why we don't like things or we feel unhappy. And most of it is within our control, but we need to lay blame because what, what? we're human and we need to find a reason why we're not feeling great. Instead, when we say we're grateful, we start bringing in all we can be grateful for, then things we can change start becoming apparent, but they're not necessarily so negative. They're just things that we have control over that we can do better at. Make sense? No, absolutely. And these are all great things. But, you know, why is depression then at an all time high and kind of what habits are we engaging, you know, to promote the imbalance in our mental health? Well, listen, we're probably, and I'm 61 years old, and I have never seen the earth or felt the earth like this in, my, in the world like this in my life. I don't know about you, but we've been through Vietnam. We've been through a lot of things in our lives. We've been through many, many worldwide events. And this is probably one of the worst that I've ever felt cumulatively, where everyone is afraid of something. Mm -hmm. And I think we're energetic beings and we just discount that. We don't understand how truly connected we are. There's nothing separating us. We're just a bunch of molecules floating in a field. Not even our skin separates us from one another. So we are feeling one another and we don't have anything positive to hold on to because we're so divided. So that's part of the cause. The other part of the cause is our food. We don't have a lot of nutrition. We have electromagnetic frequencies. Uh, 5G is now making it even more impossible to have restful nights and sleep. Think about this. Your brain and your heart connect through electromagnetic frequencies. You connect with the earth through electromagnetic frequencies. And now all of a sudden, there's man-made ones interfering with that. So I don't think it's possible for any of us to feel grounded, connected to the earth and get a really deep, true good night's sleep. Without that, none of us None of us can be healthy. We can't find happiness. We, we, biochemically, it's almost impossible. So when you start adding that in and then so people self-medicate because they're not getting a good night's sleep and not connecting and they're trying to deal with everybody else's energy. 
So now we have substance to add on to that and blah, blah, blah. I can go on an entire podcast just on that. We're not even breathing deeply. When you're afraid, you tend to stop breathing deeply. So we don't even have oxygen right now. And beyond that, the reason why I'm actually going to school right now for my degree in psychology is because there's such a deficit in that area. We're not really healing people. Like go back to when we hurt our finger, we cut our finger and it heals on its own. We believe we have to go to therapy, spend thousands of dollars and talk about our problems for two years Mm -hmm. to heal from them. Well, guess what? Talking about our problems just makes it more concrete in our system. We need to Mm. just talk about it, heal from it, get it out and stop repeating. We're made of sound energy, partially of sound energy. So the idea that we're repeating stories over and over again, not a good idea. Because what? We're in the pain. We don't want to be in the pain. We want to flip it. We want to manipulate it into its most positive state and then move from there. And so therapy needs to change. And if, if the psychology, you know, and industries and medical industries and societies are not willing to see the deficits, then we're always going to stay in a state of weakness, aren't we? In need of therapies. Yeah, and, that's, and an, that's an interesting thought because I've heard plenty of people now, more and more people are going to therapists and they, you know, they come up with, they want to dig deep and kind of go back and explore back to your childhood and go through that and stay a lot of that. So you think that actually could have be a negative rather than a positive? No, I think that people go to therapy because they want to complain about their lives week after week after week. They want to talk about, and I've had coaching clients who never stopped talking about their divorce 10 years ago, you know, so in therapy, we need to help help people come to a conclusion right away. So if there's something there, we find down deep what's going on in the subconscious. We help people heal from it. There are different types of therapies now. We don't need to go back to that old psychoanalytical stuff. We have way more. We have EMDR and NEAT and uh, tapping EFT. We have so many different processes to help people move through the process faster. Like I said, Why would we be made so comprehensively like self-healing machines physically and then mentally be such a mess? We need so much time to heal over something that happened 10 years ago. doesn't make sense. Not that I know all the answers, Larry. I do not, which is why I'm in school. We -hmm. never know enough. But some of the aspects to healing that I've learned over the last two decades that I promote, one of them is called fishing, fully integrated synergistic healing, where people who come to me, I'm not just, you know, head shrinking them. Okay. Cause I'm not a counselor. I might send them to therapy if they need a specific therapy, but I'm also helping them work on their body. I'm working help on the emotions. I'm setting them up with new mantras. They can repeat at different mindsets. Physically, they need to change their body environmentally. Maybe we feng shui. We do it all assuming that everything is leading towards what I call a perfect storm. That's when we're in a repressed state, we're in depression or we're ill there's a perfect storm going on, a perfect storm of stuff. And we have to unravel from that. We have to find all the causes. It's usually not just one. Don't you agree that it's more than one at at a time? Absolutely. And with, you know, social media and people now spending more time on social media, you know, how do we utilize social media without really falling prey to all the different things you can hear on social media? Social media is a phenomenon. It's something that I just did a research paper on. So I know a little bit about it, but I was also suffering from a low level of depression. And I didn't realize there was an actual humanistic kind of attachment to social media. It's called social comparison. 
So part of this, we cannot help but compare ourselves to others. Do you remember when we the, when we were kids, it talked about uh, comparing ourselves to our neighbors, the Joneses? Yes. You know, you don't compare yourself yeah. to the Joneses? Yeah. yeah. Well, we used to have a neighbor, maybe we compare ourselves to classmates, coworkers, or relatives. Now we have thousands of people in a month, maybe even a week. I have 5,000 friends and over 10,000 followers. Do you have any idea how many people I see in a day when I scroll <laughs> on social media? Right. And I was starting to look at everything and I am so happy for people who have love and who, who get to do things. That, but I'm starting to look at my life and say, well, why don't I have that? Why don't I have a person in my life? Why aren't I going on vacations all the time? Why didn't I do And you start to have regret over your life because of what you're seeing. And it's not even like we can stop this. It's a human aspect. And maybe if you're seeing a little bit in a week or a day, you'd be fine. But it, it inculcated over and over and over again with hundreds and hundreds of people. It's very difficult. What happens is it creates and causes social isolation. You literally believe your life is not as good as everyone else. So now you start to isolate, which makes you even more depressed. <laughs> so it's this ongoing cycle. And now we know the research is showing this. Unfortunately, the research showed this 15 years ago. We still move forward with computer use, which is really mm -hmm. going against the family, going and most especially our young people who are now committing suicide faster than we can even count. Yeah. By 2025, suicide might be the number one cause of death. And that's according to the World Health Organization. So it's terrifying the direction we're going in here. So to, to offset that, Though what's really good is we can just stop going on so much. Just being aware of the stress it's calling, what causing all the depression can help us unwind from it. Mm -hmm. And also like I started using the block button. I started blocking people who were abusive and I started unfollowing people who were consistently every day showing the parties they're going to. I'm like, do I really need to see that? Do we really need to know about every single party and how much they love their spouse every single day? <laughs> so, you know, like just limit it because it's kind of ridiculous. And some of it is not even genuine. You know mm. that. And we don't yeah. want to fault anyone, but do we have to be subjected to it? Do we need to subject ourselves? No, we can limit it. And we can be more real about it. We can understand the process and sort of pull away from so much of the negative news and blah, blah, blah. And I found too that we basically in five minutes can get all of the news we need in headings in five minutes in a day. Do you agree? I agree. I agree. It's that fast because, you know, it's coming in very quickly with these, all these we don't need more than yeah, a head. You can, do, you can do that. I mean, I, I just read the New York Times. It's got a little summary every morning and you can just scroll down and within you know 20 minutes, if you really want to dig deep, you can go into one of the articles, but you can really figure out what's going on really quickly from, from there. Let's just change gears a little bit and talk about a little bit, th some of the things we can do. I mean, we've obviously we know what's going on you know, with the pandemic and social media that may have caused some depression or maybe you were recently divorced. So what are some of the things that people forget to do? I know I talked a little bit about, you know, writing down your gratitude each day, but what are some of the things that you can do each day that can really make a difference in your life? Great question. So what we, what we neglect to remember is that we are earthly beings and we have disconnected ourselves completely from the earth. We don't get our vitamin D from the sun. We're not connecting with our feet, bare feet in the ocean or the sand or the gravel. And so 
We were made to do that. Larry, we were made to connect in a very deep way with the earth. It's been scientifically proven that when we connect with the earth in this way, we're getting negative ions and it negates the negativity in our bodies. How do we ground? That's how we, that's why we ground. Okay. Just to do that in a day. And this sounds crazy, but even in the freezing cold weather, when I walk my dog, I will take my shoes and socks off and I'll walk through the earth, freezing cold, but it doesn't matter. And at least get something, even if it's only a minute or two minutes to get that connection. How many of us are not drinking fresh water? I want to go back to that. I want to go back to that. So everybody now that that is going to listen to this is going to say, okay, when we're, when it's 10 degrees outside, we should go out, take our shoes off, socks off. And just how long do you do that for? For like just a minute or two? And for as long as I can stand it, even if it's only in the snow, if it's really cold snow and I'll do it for 30 seconds. So I'd love to. So if you do that after watching this podcast, Shoot me an email and let me know what you thought and see how that that has improved proved you. I'm gonna try that, Donna. So I gotta find some grass right now and I'm gonna I'm gonna try that the next really cold day. And do better than that. Do some research for yourself. Don't take my word for it. Do the research. Find all the studies that showed how the Earth, which is a gazillion times bigger than we are, but made out of the same materials. By the way, we're all made of the same minerals as we as the Earth and animals and everything else. So when we connect to it, because it's so much bigger than us, it actually, the negative ions can reverse issues in our body. It keeps us more in tune, more balanced. So it's worth trying. And it's been scientifically proven to actually heal certain conditions, especially aches and pains, things like that. So that's one thing. Two is understand. No, I was going to say for me, that's why I like the, the nicer weather. So when we going through the colder weather, it's definitely a negative impact on me when I'm not able to go outside and, you know, whatever that is, the sun, the wind, just connecting. So I, I think maybe that's why people are more depressed in the, in the wintertime, but you're saying, but, but to go and do, go and try to do that, even if it's cold out there. Yes. And one thing is the days are shorter. So we have way less sunshine. So now it's even worse. And our circadian rhythm is thrown off. Plus we have daylight savings times. It's like a, a nightmare. And we don't eat, we're eating less fruit, vegetables, fr- like watermelons, things like that. We're less hydrated because we're not as thirsty in the winter. We have lots of blown in hot air, which is dehydrating us further. Yeah. Lots of different things. Another in the wintertime, we should be sleeping at 62 degrees in our house. Do you do that? I like to sleep. I like sleeping cold. I don't think I get down to 62, but I get I'm definitely around 64. So, so I do, I definitely like the cold. So medical science says 62 is the best temperature to sleep at. Now, not a lot of people do that. They're cranking it up because they're cold. They got socks on, they got, but your body's not breathing and your body's rejuvenating it. Nice. So you want to give it all the help you can. You want to drink before you go to bed too, because your body, you wake up cranky and your body's all sore and stiff. It's basically because it has no water in its joints. So if you drink some, I know you have mm-hmm. to go to the bathroom, whatever. I tell people, just get over it, go to the bathroom. You'll go back to sleep. But having that fluid will help regenerate, okay? Right, and um, also getting enough sleep. Yeah, it will help you sleep because in a dehydrated state, our brain doesn't shut off. You ever have those nights where it's just, there's a tape recorder going on. It's like it will not shut up. It's like a radio station up there. Basically, there's dehydration potentially going on. Also, keep your phone away from you. Turn it off if you can, or keep it mm-hmm. 10 feet away from your head. Turn off your Wi-Fi in the house. I have a remote control on my Wi-Fi. Turn it all off. 
get yourselves and your kids sleeping nice and peaceful without any man-made right. garbage going on around right. you. And put on, so I put on the do not disturb to make sure that nothing can interrupt me until the, until the next morning. So Welcome, but I set, turn off the whole s- Wi-Fi. I turn off the router. Oh, you turn off the router. So uh, yeah, if you can, if you want to. Yeah, so uh-huh. I, I I do. I do leave it on, but I've told my kids, believe it or not, if, even if it's on, if they if you call back twice, it'll go through for the emergency purposes. Oh, that's. But other weird. other than that, it, it, if someone goes right into voicemail or, or the text, won't even beep until the next morning. So uh, so I, I think that's what I do, but I'm not going as far as turning off the router. So Donna, this has been great. So any final thoughts about? kind of what we can do to improve ourselves and what you said in the beginning and taking control of your daily visions or your daily thoughts to be happier? Remember that everything you tell yourself is creating an energy inside and outside of yourself. Everything you say, everything you think, everything you feel is generating some kind of energy. We know this is science. It's not Don Martini telling you. Don Martini is reporting on it. Okay. And I did know about it before science did because it was common sense. It felt that way. It felt like we were creating a kind of energy. Now we know it to be true. So think about what you want to promote. Do you want to step into a beautiful day? Do you want to love? Do you want to create more prosperity and more help for the people? Or do you want to kind of be worried, afraid, and, you know, angry all the time? So we flip that on ourselves and we flip our future because we're walking into every minute. It's not like the future is just unfolding. We're literally walking into it, whether you know it or not, right? To, to I, want, right? To, yeah, to absolutely, want, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So. To want that best of ourselves um, is really where we need to be. And if we ask for our best day and our days feel, quote unquote, negative or bad, then address that because those might be issues that are overall issues precluding you from living a more complete, fulfilled, actualized life. So even asking for the best could mean uncovering the worst so we can heal from it hmm. and move on. All right. So Donna, I always love talking to you. I can go on for hours about, about this. If anyone wants to talk to Donna Moore, she can be reached at Donna at DonnaMartini.com or you can learn more at, her, at MantraMouse.com. Yep. And- Go ahead. Where, where can, yeah, mantramouse.com. The, the, she has the book this there. You can order my it. mini book of mighty mantras. Yep. Join me on Facebook and every day I share a message of mantra. We could be on the same page together. So, right. Uh, <laughs> All right. And, and follow you where? Where they can follow? Facebook. Facebook. Okay. Yeah, that's the easiest place. I'm on there and we have many, many people. We join together and we're kind of like saying the same mantra each day together. And the more people we have, the more energy we're creating. And it, it affects way beyond just ourselves. We know that right. we, one person can affect a hundred people. So let's just do it. This could give it our best. I, I, absolutely. And, you know, everyone goes through certain downtimes. So it's real important to have some help and to, uh, to be able to be positive and to uh, live your life unlimited is what I say. So, uh, so thanks again, Donna. I appreciate the time. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I was taking notes feverishly. <laughs> I, uh, Donna, thank you so much. I love what you said. The, the barefoot thing, I do that all the time. In in the snow or ice, it's just the way I'm built. I, I like the cold. I'm okay with that. But I'll run out to the, you know, to the mailbox or I'll go out to the backyard. I have no problem getting my feet in the snow. I love the drink more water before bedtime thing because I that's 
when I spend my most about a two, two and a half hours just sitting there thinking about things or grinding on things as business owners. I know Larry has done this as well. We stay up at night thinking about stuff and, and what we're going to do. So, but I didn't think about the water part of it. That's a great tip. And then 62 degrees. That's the last thing I'm going to say, because I'm going to make my wife listen to this podcast because <laughs> <laughs> I would have it at 62. She's a 68 to 69 degree uh, person. I'm like, oh. It's just too hot. But anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll see if we can work on that. But thank you so much for coming on the podcast and giving us all that information. Larry, of course, thank you so much for bringing her back as a guest. This is fantastic. And our last thank you always goes to you, the listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Life Unlimited podcast with Larry Heller. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Larry comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it really easy to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Again, thank you for listening today. For everyone at Heller Wealth Management, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day, and we'll see you next time.